What's going on, everybody? My name is Jacob Gettens, and welcome to The Outer Zone, the official podcast of Formula Drift. We are here in Orlando. We are going to walk around, chat with the drivers. This is pre-battles. This is after qualifying. Going to get some thoughts, talk about their cars, talk about what they think is going to happen, get some predictions. So, uh, yeah, hold tight. We've got an awesome show for you. All right, we're here with Mr. Alec Robbins. How's it going, bud? Good. Good. Very good. Yeah. Are you are you enjoying Florida? Are you pro or against Florida? Uh, kind of medium. I, yeah. I like the track. Uh, it's just kind of like a easy, flowy track that you can really you know get tight, nice tandems on. Yeah. Um, but it's also kind of boring at the same time. Yeah. Um, the wall here is really nice though because you can get right on it and it's a nice, nice smooth arc the entire way, so you can follow it nice and yeah, it makes for makes for exciting show, I think. Yeah, it's, uh, it, I mean, it definitely has its pros and its cons. I yeah. mean, I think it's a good equalizer, uh, especially right now with kind of like how the tire situation is. Yeah. Which is, which is, I, I think I made this prediction before that I thought the Kenda guys would do really well here and outlast a lot of the other drivers because we even saw in practice guys are already running at a tire. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we, uh, we were pretty good on tire. So we, uh, I think uh, after a hard two laps, um, we, we really didn't get a whole lot in practice yesterday. Obviously yeah. the track was terrible in practice from <laughs> all the rain and, um, but yeah, like, uh, we were like maybe to the wear bars after two runs. So, okay. So you still had a little bit yeah, left. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. So, that's good. That's yeah. good. I mean, it's, that was the, I mean, that's the benefit, like the biggest benefit with these tires yeah, right it's now. It's definitely nice not having to hold back. Right. It's always the worst when you go out there, like, uh, you know, in previous years at different tracks and, you get out there and you know you have to like hold back a little bit yeah. for a, either a lead or a chase and it's that's never fun. It's always fun to drive all out the whole time. So Yeah, I, I saw a couple of guys on different tires uh, in that last outer zone. Like you could hear them kind of throttling it yep. and then you're like, oh, they're checking, they're yep. checking where. Whereas yep. you were on it the whole time. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> no, it's uh, it's good to see. I think you've really gotten the speed out of them now too. Yeah. You yes. looked really fast on them. Good. So, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it felt really good. Um, with a couple of changes they made to the track too, yeah. I think that uh, that really helped uh, off the bank, having that uh, that pavement that they added to the transition. Right. Um, Smoothed it out a bit. Yeah, we, we really haven't had to go to too low pressure either. We're pretty much where we were at last year. Okay. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, it's working. So That's we're good. just going to keep going. Um, who are you up against? Uh, Darren Kelly. Okay, <laughs> yep, interesting. We, we had uh, him last year too. Oh, yep, really? And we... Uh, yeah, we I ended up looping in the lead run and then I we made contact. Yeah. And then we both couldn't complete the second run. So oh. um but because it was my fault, he moved on. Okay. Um yeah, so we're just gonna not do that again. And yeah, let's have yes, a good let's, time. let's not. <laughs> is there so with a car like that, is there anything strategy wise or anything like through your head where you're like, okay, these are the notes. This is gonna come out after. So we're good. Yeah. This is no you, you get to kind of predict what you think might happen. Yeah, no, there's there's not really a whole lot of strategy going into it. Um uh, especially in top 32, we're just going to kind of keep the car consistent. Okay. Um, as you move on through competition, we might have to maybe add a little grip to the car and things like that. But yeah, uh, yeah, right off the bat, we'll just we'll just leave it where it works right now and and drive it. So nice. Yeah. Any any other updates this year? We haven't had a full show yeah. with you and I yet. But yeah. is there anything major that you've you've changed this year? No, not a whole lot. We uh, I started building a new car this winter, and uh, we as we got uh, closer to the beginning of the season, it wasn't getting done on time right. so we kind of just went back to the old car old faithful and uh yeah it's uh for the most part pretty much the same uh new tire and 
new look. That's yeah. about it. <laughs> I do like this livery. I mean, yeah. you, you've kind of had modest liveries over the last couple of years. I mean, yeah. the, the white and red one was kind of, I guess it was almost cream, wasn't it? It's like uh, an off-white. Yeah. 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 That, that one I remember very specifically, yep. but seeing this, I mean, it, it, dude, it looks great. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, it's, it's always wild. We, uh, we've got auto trimmers. They do all of our wraps and we just kind of let them go with it every year. Nice. And, uh, yeah, he does a great job. So yeah, it's really fun seeing it. Yeah. It's good. It come together. It's <laughs> good. To, it's good to see you like expressing it a little mm-hmm. bit more. I, I don't know if you've ever thought about doing something like Minnesota hidden in there. Yeah. Yeah. We've definitely, I've definitely thought about it doing like pine trees or a lake or you know, cool. something, something weird, but should do like the inside to like do the dash, like a big beach yeah. or something yeah, like go. that. <laughs> nah, that's, that's awesome. Any, um, any other like updates, changes, or pretty much just the same same chassis? Yeah, yeah, same chassis. Um, you know, straighten some stuff out. Uh, <laughs> the fun. usual, the yeah. usual off season, like uh, refreshing. You know, everything up and uh, making sure it's running good, and that's about it. Yeah, cool. Just keep it consistent. And which uh, which round are you looking forward to the most this year? Um, probably Utah. Yeah, I think that's going to be good again. I think I think so too. Yeah, last year we had some motor issues out there, so we didn't get a right. whole lot of seat time. Let's talk about that real quick because you guys <laughs> did something insane to yeah. get through that weekend. Do you yeah. want to do you want to get into that? That was interesting. Yeah, so we, uh, the motor was getting tired after that was towards the end of the season, and we already had like half of another season on it. So the motor was starting to get tired. Uh, rings were getting worn, and we were starting to get a lot of blow by, um, which increases crankcase pressure, which was starting to blow seals out. Um, so we had one of our practice runs, it blew the rear main seal completely out and caught on fire and the whole underside of the car was on fire and in the car, you can't tell. So I just did the whole lap, just totally engulfed in flames and, uh, it was pretty sweet, but, um, yeah, so we, we ended up putting a rear main seal back in it. And then in order to try and keep the crankcase pressure down, we ended up, uh, attaching a cordless vacuum cleaner to the, uh, oil cap to try and suck air out. Um, so yeah, as it was, it was leaking past the piston rings and then we were just trying to get air out of the crankcase as fast as we could to try and keep the pressure low enough to keep the seal in, which is crazy. it, it worked kind of. So hopefully you don't have to do like anything like that again. Yeah, No, hopefully not. Yeah. I mean, you do run the car pretty hard, so I can see, (laughs) I can see it happening eventually, but I mean, but, uh, that, that engine was in there for a little bit though. Oh yeah. 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 It was about time. Yeah. Typically, yeah. We refresh them every year, do rings and bearings and things like that. Nice. Um, but, uh, yeah, that one had... I think we had uh, a weird crank failure or something the yeah. year prior. So it had only a half a season on it. So we okay. didn't do everything to it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, just about one season. That's all they, all they can go for. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Any other cool events anybody can see you at this year that you're uh, lining up? We'll be up at a lot of local events. Uh, a lot of um, the, we've got ND Drift uh, right. up in North Dakota we do. And then uh, basically everything we can hit that we're not um, not out at FD. We mm. can, we're up in Minnesota doing all the, all the local stuff. So having Same. fun. Yeah. Good. Well, I'm really liking the progression. Thanks. I'm glad you, like I said, you, it looks like you've dialed in that tire. Yeah. Um, obviously it takes a bit of time to, to get situated yep. on a new yeah, tire. It's definitely getting there. But yeah, it is significantly faster, <laughs> significantly more grippy. And um, yeah, I'm excited to see what you can do. Yeah, so. me too. All right, dude. Cool. I'll see you soon. Thanks. Cool. I think we're good. All right. Do you enjoy doing that? Every... <laughs> I can always tell how well a podcast is going to go based on how what the clap looks like. Yeah. So this Does one, everyone this, clap after you clap? Uh, well, during the actual podcast, I tell them to so we can sync their audio too. Oh, but okay. you just did it like yeah. impromptu. I just copied you. You're just media trained at this point. Yeah. That's all good. <laughs> uh, if you guys didn't know, we've got Travis Reader on. If you couldn't tell by the voice. 
Um, how's your How's your weekend going? Cars up on jack stands. Like, it either mean a really good thing or a really bad thing. Uh, I mean, it goes on jack stands every night. Okay, it's a good weekend. Um, just typical Orlando stuff. You know, you never know what the weather's going to be, and yeah, trying to find a setup in the car to cater all weather scenarios is kind of tough. But yeah. um, luckily, we had a dry qualifying and had a good setup in the car for today. We're going to make a couple of changes and should be pretty uh, pretty dry for the rest of the the rest of the event knock on wood so what what is your what, you don't have to give away like specifics but what is your process so like we come in here we know it's going to be kind of raining maybe not raining what is the, your what like what do you set up first do you set suspension dampening do you just go hey this is work from the last round we're just going to mess from there like what's your i guess workflow yeah so usually what we do is uh we just kind of set up the car based on data we had from the year prior right. um we've been coming to orlando for a while so we have a lot of data from uh, two or three years past so um, basically, you kind of baseline the car from what it was last year, but things always change. Rarely will you come into an event and the setup stays identical because okay. um, the driving evolves, the track kind of evolves, they change layouts and stuff. So we just start with our baseline um, and then uh, some, I don't know, alignment tweaks, tire pressure tweaks, just little odds and ends stuff here and there. If we have to make a massive change, we try to combat it like right away in first practice. Okay. And uh, I try to do my best to find that like when that scenario happens, I try to find it right away and get rid of it. If there's like, oh boys, we're like way off. Yeah, we got to change this, and then uh, just rolling from there. So try yeah. to stay comfortable. So stuff like gearing, spring rate, those are pretty yep. locked down. If you're uh, running sway bars, you've kind of got that yep. sorted. It just comes down to like, ah, we're a little bouncy. Let's change some dampening, that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah, because like we don't get a ton of practice at right. these events, so whatever you can do to make the cars drivable as possible out of the box is super important. So you kind of have to choose your battles sometimes because um, you want to get as many laps as you can. Even if the car is not ideal, I feel like sometimes the seat time is more important. Right. And you can kind of work your way into making the changes a little later. Um, for example, like in practice yesterday, um, I had a little like running in the wall. Like, yeah. but, but like I, I came in hot and I, I drove out of the angle to kind of parallel the wall and I got the left rear into it. Okay. And like... I could tell that the car, like that the alignment was changed. So like I moved the, moved the trailing arm over and we had a toe problem. Um, but I didn't know if the trailing arm was bent or if any of the arms were bent, but uh, I was like, yo boys, grab the turn plate and <laughs> retow this thing and get it as close as you can. So we yeah. can finish practice. We'll deal with it later because like I would, I didn't want to give up. I was almost at the front of the line uh, and practice line takes a while. Yep. So I wanted to make sure I got that hit. Even if the car wasn't ideal, the seat time was more important. So interesting. Okay. So yeah. it's more of like, a, Hey, I know yeah. how to drive. I can drive around some of these conditions, but yeah. like, I can't just make seat time up here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, obviously like if it's something like sketchy, yeah, you don't yeah. do it, but <laughs> yeah. something like usually like, okay, if you don't see anything cracked or bent or hanging off or anything crazy, like jack the car up if the wheels tight, like wheel bearing, everything's good. Like I'm just going to send it yeah. and then we'll be fine. So yeah, you've, you've, you and I've chatted like, off camera and stuff like that. And yeah, it yeah. sounds like you very much enjoy doing the driver mod a little bit more where you're like, okay, I'd rather get in and just make my adjustments because those mm -hmm. I can do consistently. Whereas like mechanical, you get out there and you, you don't always know what's about to happen. Yeah, yeah. And actually before that used to bite me in the ass. I used to try to drive through everything. Right. And uh, that's kind of a downside unless, uh, unless you have a good setup in the car. And over the years, like I've been working pretty hard with the team to make the car good out of the box. Yeah. It's like extremely important to me, obviously. Um, and it makes my job easier with making my driver adjustments if the car's more on point. So we're lucky enough to have a car that we have a lot of data on and, uh, it's usually 
it's usually 85% there out of the box when we roll out of the trailer. Um, and then I can make my adjustments based on what my spotter gives me. So, Gotcha. Yep. So as somebody who has spent a lot of time in both the BMW and an S chassis, which one? What, like, is there BMW for sure? All day. Really? All day, dude. Man. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And I'm like a diehard or was a diehard Nissan guy. I, I guess. know. Like, I was... My S13 that I used to compete with, uh, Old Red, yep. that's what we called it. So that car I bought um, when I was still in high school. Okay. So 2010, I bought that car. And it took me through all of... From the beginning, like every little mod started in that car. And it was always that car. And all the local events to... Um, pro-am to, I mean, I did my first engine swap on that car. It was my senior project. Oh, sick. Like, yeah. So, um, all the way through pro-am, all the way through pro two into pro one for a few years. And that car kind of like went with me. And then, um, what kind of ruined it was I found a E36 M3, <laughs> uh, on marketplace and it was cheap. And, um, at the time it was cheap and I bought it and started practice carring with that. And I was like, damn, this thing drives so good. And I drove that I drove my E36 for two years before I transitioned from my S13 to a pro chassis, okay. e-chassis. E Interesting. So I had kind of like a background of the car and had some driving experience in it before I swapped. Mm -hmm. And as soon as I took everything out of old red and put it into this chassis, the first time I drove it, I was like, damn. What have, like, I, what have I been doing my whole life? Like, I've been messing up, dude. I think, but, I think that's important, though, you talk about driving this chassis before you're competing in this chassis. Mm -hmm. Do you think that is a... Ma like, people not doing stuff like that is a massive mistake? Uh, I mean, it all comes down to, like... I I tell people try to pick a chassis that has good aftermarket support unless you have, like, obviously an R&D department behind right. you. Really I got to tweak with it. <laughs> um, I had... Uh, I had... Uh, Drift Dad lived close to me. Okay. So Chelsea was like 15 minutes up the street. <laughs> Drift Dad. Drift Dad. So, um, <laughs> I mean, I was driving those cars a lot at the, like at the school. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, every time I had like an issue, weird issue with the car, he would, he was pretty helpful when it came to like finding a setup that worked for my driving style. We would always bounce ideas back and forth. And that was even way before the pro stuff. Yeah. So um, I kind of had a good idea. Um, he kind of led me in the right direction when it came to like not making certain mistakes with the chassis out of the gate. Okay. Um, and then I just kind of applied that knowledge to this and, uh, it's obviously I working. Mean, yeah. <laughs> I do not regret it. <laughs> no, no. I mean, you, you, you took to it really quick. You look comfortable in it really quick. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I don't see any issues with sticking with this for as long as you can. Yeah. 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 It's one of those things where like the, like the E46 in my opinion is like the best bang for your buck chassis. They're everywhere. Like, yeah. I mean, you can get a shelf for basically free for the most part and build it from there. Um, and uh, the suspension is just really good out of the box. They're super simple. And then, um, I don't know, the only, the only way I would like jump in a different chassis would be like if it was some sort of factory backed kind right. of option, um, arrive and drive program, maybe something like that. I don't know. But I don't, I don't see myself leaving this anytime soon unless some like pretty cool opportunity arises. So yeah. Dar yeah. Darren's like, Hey, by the way, I need somebody to sub in and <laughs> like, <laughs> drive this Aston, drive the Aston. It looks, it looks interesting. I mean, yeah. I don't know from your perspective, like looking at a car like that, is it like, man, that seems fun, but an absolute nightmare to try and figure out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's one of those, that's one of those examples, right? Of yeah. like you, they've been road racing those cars for a while yeah. and they had the chassis left over. So they had a lot of data based on it and just kind of converted to the drifting stuff based on his experience you yeah, know coming from like gtr and yep. yeah but on the other hand that car is fully custom front to back so crazy. all your spares you're building in house and yeah. every change you want to make is a custom change yeah so that makes that tough but they also have like 
they have the data from the road racing to yeah. kind of help sub like they've got the backing too yeah, i mean yeah. like, like let's be honest right they have the ability yeah. to do something like that yeah yeah the car's killer sounds sick oh, it sounds it's incredible like, they're making good strides like the things like getting getting fast yeah and he's starting to get more aggressive and you can tell he's like not scared to hurt it anymore hurt it anymore i yeah, think he's yeah. heard it a couple of times now and yeah. I think once you get over that like yeah, you, you kind of have to wreck it once yeah, to be yeah. like, okay, that's the worst that's going to happen. Moving on. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you always like every time I paint this car and it's fresh, the beginning of the year. Yeah, I like scratch it or like kick just, it or just throw something at it. Yeah, you got to have the first. You got to have the first dent. It's like getting a brand new helmet or whatever. Yeah. Like you immediately walk over to the grass, you drop it. I've never done that. Oh, that's the thing. Oh, that's what you do. Man, I'm gonna have to yeah. start doing that. I didn't yeah. realize this was painted. Is it just painted with graphics over? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I always paint my cars. Really? Yeah. Huh. I don't know. I'm weird. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. But, like, I paint the inside <laughs> to match, too. So, like, the whole chassis gets painted. I like when the interior is glossed, just like the chassis. So, like... Do you don't worry about reflections or anything like that? You just don't care? No. It's not, you don't I mean, the dash is still black. Like... Yeah. So, you don't yeah. really... Get, I mean, I can't see anyways. Look at the filter. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I just... I always you, just look out what, the window. What is the eye line? I guess you're not looking for it all that often. You look for it yeah. for, like, what, 100 feet and that's yeah, it? Yeah, I'm used to it now. I kind of just, like, x-ray through the center of it, I guess. <laughs> Your eyes <laughs> just know. focus around yeah. it. Yeah, I like, you go like this. I remember seeing uh, somebody recently had, I don't know what the car was, but it had like a huge stack coming out, like a big blower. And I'm like, how do you, yeah, yeah. how do you even with that? Yeah, we're drifting. The only time that kind of gets a little tricky is obviously like a very slow transition, like behind a car. Uh, if they're like, if it like how this track was last year, where it kind of promoted the straight line across the center where you're right. stuck in the smoke and it's a really slow transition, which we all hate. Um, that's where it gets kind of tough because I'm like in the smoke and have the box and I'm trying <laughs> to like judge my way through it. But tracks that promote more like snappy transitions, like Jersey and like, yeah. you know, stuff like that. It's like, it's, I don't even notice it anymore. Yeah. yeah. That's good. Yeah. Cool, man. Well, I'm glad, uh, I'm glad things are coming around. Like driving wise, it's, it's getting there. I think it's just uh, a couple of tough breaks already this year, but yeah, I mean, you get there. It's, it's try to get those out of the way. Yeah. Ahead. You just get them out of the way early, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like if you're winning early, then you have to keep that momentum all season. If you have like a couple rough rounds then it's like, cool, we can just go yeah. up from here. So, right. Sick, dude. Well, I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad everything's working well. I'm glad you're liking the BMW, and yeah. hopefully everything works out for you this yeah, week. Yeah, man. So, Appreciate it. Sick. Thanks. All right. All right. We got Mr. Beecham here. How's it going? Good, man. How you doing? Good. Good. How are you enjoying the BMW? I want to. I want to start with like a really good note. Not that the Mustang was terrible. It's a lot different. It's a lot different. Yeah, and yeah. driving this compared to the Mustang isn't very comparable, but yeah. it drives a lot better. Not having a solid axle, I think, is easier to drive, you know, and yeah. more predictable, a little easier to toss around and stuff like that. Yeah. But otherwise, it's great, you know. It's nice to drive something new, get used to something new, and drive a little, like, with more of my style, I think. Yeah, I think that's come back. I mean, in Pro 2, with that Mustang, you definitely had a lot of style. You were able to whip things out really, really well and catch it. But I think now, just with the bigger tire, the faster competition, like, yeah. as much as it'd be nice to do those things on that solid rear axle, you're just... Yeah, it's tough. Especially competing with these Pro 1 guys. You know, they're not playing around. So bringing like a Pro 2 Mustang to Pro 1, it was, hey, let's try it, you know. But obviously yeah. in the end, it wasn't uh, the right move. So now I think the BMW is definitely hanging in there with these guys, though. I think it was, I mean, I think it was a good idea to start at least because then you're yeah. like, okay, I can understand these tracks I've never been to. Yeah. I'm in a car that I'm comfortable with. Now I just have to, you know, dial at this it point, all in. dial yep. it in a little bit more. Exactly. But 
Yeah, I was just looking. So are you running a CO2 sprayer or is it water sprayer? Uh, so it's it? a nitrous actually. So it's a LS3 oh. with a Vortex supercharger and uh, some nitrous on it. But our purge is actually just purging into the intercooler. So uh, when we're in line, it's like a little extra cold air for it. It's not a bad idea. Yeah. I mean, everybody likes to purge it at the hood, yeah. which looks sick. I have sick, one out the hood just so just, I can see it so you know. And the other one, we're trying to oh, put some use idea. to it, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, you're wa- just wasting yeah, the product, exactly. right? Yeah, exactly. So, ah, it's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like it was like the early 90s when everybody had like the CO2 oh, the intercoolers, right? Yeah. You remember those? Yeah. I was like, back in the day. somebody bringing that back, that'd be awesome. <laughs> we should try. Yeah, I mean, might as well. I mean, if it works, right? Yeah. But yeah, and then, yeah, running, obviously, uh, is it a Vortex supercharger that's on yeah, it? Yeah, it's a YS3 Vortex supercharger. Okay. Uh, it's making like 980 horsepower right now. Damn. Not too bad. Yeah. Hoping for a little more, but we'll get there. I think it's good enough to start for this year. Start changing some pulleys. Yeah. Yeah. Get a little more, but nah, she's ripping. We're good. Yeah, it's good. How, how have you been enjoying this? Yesterday was crazy with just like... Yeah, the rain yesterday was awful. I think in the yes. morning, you know, it wasn't really worth it to drive. So we actually sat the first practice out. Then came back in the second practice with the light rain and started tining, like tuning in a, a rain setup if we needed it. Yeah. And then once it came dry, I was like, oh, perfect. Throw the dry setup in and it was back to ripping. So Yeah, and just, just started lighting it up yeah. from there. Yeah. Uh, who, are you, uh, who are you up against today? Dylan Hughes. <sighs> Big good E46 yeah, battle. That'll be a really yeah. good battle. I feel yeah. like we drove a lot in Pro 2 together yep. and stuff like that. So now I know he's not going to play any games or anything like that. So it'll be a nice heads up battle, I feel like. I think, yeah, I think that's a really like square matchup too. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm excited. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like that, he's just one of those guys that you know you can run doors with yeah. and there's not going to be. He's not going to play no games. He's not going to try to break check you or anything. Yeah. Hold the clutch in. It's just like, I'm floored and you're floored. Let's go. Yeah. I mean, and did you, you guys had to have battled in Pro 2 back yeah. in the day. I think. I, I want to say Texas. I was going to say Texas. Yeah. I was going to say that's what I won actually. And I think I battled him and LZ in the finals or something like that. And right. Yeah. Right. I think so. Yeah. That yeah, was a crazy one. I think that was the last year of, of Texas, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. We I do miss that track there. layout. We need to go back. I know. I know. <laughs> what, uh, what other rounds are you looking forward to this year? Um, I like Utah a lot, actually. Man, everyone keeps yeah. saying that, yeah. I mean, the entry at 110 is hard to beat, you know? Yeah. Like, coming in super fast, and it's a nice big track. So, I think there, and then obviously Irwindale, you know, is a local yeah. home track. So, that's always a fun track as well. Yeah. What's uh, what's the travel been like for you this year? Like, with the logistics of all of it? Are you kind of flying in? Are you going with the rig? What's your... uh, I just stay with the rig yeah. 24-7, yeah. So, I just came from Atlanta, hung out in Florida for about a week or so. and then, Not uh, a terrible time. Yeah, no. Came right <laughs> over here, just hanging out, racing now. We'll head to New Jersey next, hang out there for about two weeks or so, and then get back into the car over there. It feels so condensed this year. I don't. I, I know it's not that much different than years past, but I feel like these rounds are so tight, and then we've got a bit of a break, which is kind of yeah. nice. But yeah, and with the Pro Two stuff, you know, it always makes it a little more hectic when they're on the race as well yeah. with us. But those days are so long. Yeah, for real. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah. The yeah. full work week right there. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I'm glad they're getting you guys in with extra practice. It looks like the prospect guys are getting a little bit extra practice, but yeah. like, I think that's just... I'm glad they dialed in that schedule, though. Yeah, yeah. It still makes for a lot. You're basically at the track for 12 hours a day, yeah. right? So, yeah, it's a long day. Yeah, definitely. Definitely a lot. Um, how have the Nexons been? I feel like that's a tire that not a lot of people are talking about. There's a lot of conversations about the VTOR tires, conversations about the Kendas coming in, but like... How have the how have the Nexons been been holding up, especially with like the high deg we see here? Uh, I think they're great. You know, I don't really have any issues. I've been on them for what maybe five years now since Pro Two and everything, and moved yep. into Pro with them. Uh, it's just pretty much me and Ken on Nexon trying to hold it down, but yep. uh, no really issues with them. I think they're better than some of the new tires that are coming in, and they're pretty equal with some of the tires that have already been here. 
Nice. Um, and they make really good grip, and they seem to last the whole track. So yeah, if you're not, not much to complain about. I, I was going to say if you're not if, if yeah. you're if you're getting two full laps here, yeah, then exactly. There's not much else that was going to. I was worried about the other track layout, but with this one, I think we're set. So yeah, we haven't actually. I didn't even bring that up with anybody else yet. What what went through your head when that when you saw that pop up? Was it? What were they thinking? Really? What are you, what are you thinking? Like, because we already know we came here last year. You know, it's people's tires are not lasting at all. Yeah. So you take the guys who are making more power than me. And I'm like, dude, these guys are not going to make two laps on a like six track turn, you know, and this, all the banks and everything really eat the asphalt's not the best here, you know, yeah. so it eats up the tires really fast as well. Uh, so I'm happy that they went back to the old track. Yeah, I, I do think that like extending it one a little bit more, kind of adding, making that transition a little bit. Uh, further apart yeah a little smoother try to get away from that big like hole yeah dip right there and i don't think we're hitting the jump as hard this year yeah that i haven't noticed either it's kind of nice too i'm like coming across all smooth and everything you're just waiting for it yeah i guess my car is going over it super easy but i guess we're uh move the track like you said a little more s-shaped this year so it's nice yeah yeah it's it's this this track is just so weird yeah like in that in that like regard i remember there was like jokes about starting to like have jumps and stuff like that. And then it's like, oh, they kind of have one now in Orlando. Erie kind of had one yeah. too. So Yeah, I remember that one too. That was yeah. crazy. I think I think maybe they just put in like an actual they jump should. And then point. like a, a rail we can grind on it or something. <laughs> That'd be cool. I mean, or maybe we just put like titanium bars in the front yeah. or whatever so we can get sparkers. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's what I'm saying. Safe. I think I think all rear bash bars should have like two magnesium <laughs> like, plates on them or something. And every time they drag, they're just sparking it up. Well, I saw, uh, what was it? James Dean grabbed the e-brake in one of his practice runs and he sparked like crazy. Oh, and damn. I was like, I wouldn't pe- put it past RTR to put sparker something plates on the bottom. Something down there for I the mean, show. Exactly, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think that's what we bring into it, right? Like yeah, everybody. Exactly. Got to get some excitement for the fans out there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, why not? I mean, I'm sure Kevin A would little be like, extra, you know? I mean, cars are already late now fire yeah. right? last night that happened to me i guess my uh outside left tire caught fire during qualifying that's crazy crazy I never do you, had do you that have happen. your fuel vent or anything coming no, out that it was way weird nothing's out there it was just this back left over here i'm thinking maybe from the exhaust or something like that maybe, maybe. it's happened to forsberg a couple I, times forsberg like lit yeah, on fire you know though. he does it a couple times i'm like that's Al- the first ever alec robbins cooked his brakes they caught oh, fire really? yeah his front damn. his front left i think it was caught oh, fire damn. from left foot brake and i'm like dude you need to set your bias yeah. a little bit yeah, like, a little more to the to the yeah. rear yeah are you using like obviously you have to use left foot braking here yeah. to hold things up is that something you're really comfortable with i know some guys are yeah i don't uh i don't mind it too much i try not to use it as much as possible you know because yeah. i don't like want to slow myself down i try to get myself more set up on a line to where i could just keep it floored and maybe touch it one or two times if needed to either stay online or get me a little closer to the wall but here mainly for the bank it's just a flick in and forth gear and keep it floored and maybe tap it like i said one or two times but then when you get to the outer last bank a yeah. little more uh, left foot braking there to try to stay on that line when you're going. So you're not running yeah, up on the wall. Because you got to stay in between like the crevice of the bank and the flat there. Can you can you feel that in the car if you start oh, backing yeah. up on it? Does yeah. like, the car start to exactly. like lean forward? It does a little bit of like a little pitch like that. You oh, can okay. feel it for sure. So you know, you're like, all right, a little, yeah, little bit slow too much down a little bit yeah. right there. Yeah. Getting, getting a little too high. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, yeah, sick. All right, dude. Well, I mean, I'm happy to see you dialing in this car even more. You've, when you came out in Long Beach, you did like a couple of practice runs. I can't yeah. remember who I was sitting with. I over. I'm like, that is the beach room I know. Like yeah. that's what that's what we're in for all season. Yeah, I'm excited. And that was like our only our shit third lap of the of the yeah. car ever in Long Beach. So we really have been driving this car maybe ten times total. Uh, just that FD every time. And I had two test sessions at home, so Damn. still learning every race here. Super nice though to nah. have something reliable and something fun to drive again. Yeah, yeah. It won't be long, man. I'm sure we'll see you up on the podium yeah, soon. Yeah, I right, hope dude. so. Good seeing you. Thanks. I'll bud. talk to you soon. See you later. All right, Darren, how is your weekend going? Uh, it's been pretty good. Yep. It's uh, been a challenging weekend for conditions because uh, 
it's been rain, sun, rain, sun, rain, sun. Yeah. Uh, never knowing what you're going out in. So car setup's been a challenge, but um, yeah, hopefully today looks good. So yeah, yeah I pr- much prefer obviously the dry. Um, yeah. Don't mind if it was wet and we had to deal with that, but it's a lot more fun in the dry. And for the fans and everything, it's obviously a lot more fun to watch. So yeah, yeah. pray for the dry, dry weather. The, I mean, the wet has the benefit of like, much easier on the car. You're not having to worry about tire wear as much. It kind of evens the playing field with power. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the drive is just way cooler. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, 100%. yeah so much more fun from a driver's perspective. Um, from a team perspective, the way it's probably a lot easier on the car. Yeah. And obviously, like, <laughs> the mechanics are like, you know, yeah, yeah. Don't mind drying a car off. I just don't like having <laughs> yeah. to replace drivetrain components. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, tire, tire wear is a bit of an issue. Yeah. Like if you do a full 100% committed run, yeah. um, Yesterday, we gave that a, a go, just getting prepared for qualifying and yeah. almost used a set of tires in one lap. So, yeah. it's pretty easy to blow the tire and just yeah, have nothing left for lap two. So, we've got to work on that today and try to make the most of the car for two laps mm-hmm. and yeah, see where we end up with that. Yeah, the, the qualifying plays such a big role here because having sometimes chasing first can actually be better because you've got full tire in it. Whereas the other guy's cooking them, and then you can a lot of the times have leftover tire for your lead run. So yeah. qualifying lower can actually be a, a massive benefit here. Yeah, which is something we said at the start of the weekend. I was like, it probably isn't, especially with the uh, proposed course layout for having the extra the other extended one, yeah. loop. Yeah. So I was like, this isn't going to be easy. Yeah. But um, yeah, that was kind of a, a thought that we had um, based on that layout um, to see if we could qualify, maybe not up the top because having no tire left on your on your chase run is just going to allow the lead driver to drive away from you. So, yeah, um, yeah it's something that you can consider as a bit of a strategy sometimes. Um, we didn't, like we're around 24th, okay. I think. So yeah. I think for most of the day, we, we will be chasing first. So I think it's still a bit of an advantage even with this layout. Okay. Um, and yeah, it just I'd much rather have a good tire on the second pass. Right. Um, and you generally use... I think around you know thirty to forty percent of your tire on your chase run, right? And then your your lead run, you've really got the the clear air, and you really like put it, put a good lead down. So um, yeah, if you can have the advantage of the tire at the end of it, then yeah, hopefully that's a bit of a advantage for your second pass. Yeah, and, and I mean I think some of it too having to do with like the actual tire temperature as well, because like they cool down a little bit when you come back around, but they're still absolutely cooked. And oh, like, yeah. when you're warming them up, they do get up to temp, but they are not at the same level that they're at after a full run. So yeah. coming and in afterwards, like a smoking hot tire, like that, that plays into it as well. Yeah. And if you're, if you haven't got anything like a puddle of water to drive through, then right. they really do take a long time to cool down. Like a tire will stay hot for a long time. So yeah. um, going into your second pass, it, it does chew the tire very quickly through, especially a, full throttle bank corner like this where yeah. you basically you can't drive it easy through the corner because you've got to try to keep the back of the car up on the wall. So you can't really sacrifice your line or your, your driving <laughs> to try to save the tyre. All you can do is try to feather it a little bit more through that infield section where you've got a little bit more forgivingness in the car and yeah. try to save the tyre there and not overspin the tyre when you're going through that second outer zone. But yeah, it's a challenge. Obviously, in the driver's seat, you're like, I just want to be doing the best run I can all the time, not thinking about tire wear. Meanwhile, and, yeah, other yeah. people are like, hey, listen, you're not going to have anything <laughs> left if you do that. Yeah, yeah. so it, that's a struggle, but everyone's sort of dealing with the same thing. Yeah. And um, yeah, everyone's got to manage that. So, 
I think with your car in particular, just due to the one, the unique sound and just how loud it is, like everybody can hear what you're doing on mm. throttle, which yeah. is which is super cool because it doesn't matter who you're up against or, or driving with, you can hear this engine above everything else just on a completely different frequency. Oh yeah. So I mean, even in practice yesterday, I could hear times where you were playing with that, that outer zone too and like trying to figure out okay how much throttle it can get into, yeah. get out to. And I, I think for people watching at home, it's a good indication of like, if you want to become a better driver, you can use your eyes, but you need to use your ears a lot more to mm. understand what these guys are doing. Yeah, and throttle control is a massive part of it. Like, you, it's easy to overspin the tire, especially this yeah. car makes a lot of peak power up top. Up so top, yeah. it's, it's a very tricky car to, to drive and to keep in the power band. If you let it fall off too much, it's going to bog down. You're going to make a correction. Um, so you've got a shorter window of where you can sort of feather the throttle and keep it in that happy place. Um, and then that's where we've got to like focus a lot on car setup and try to make right. sure that our wheel speed, our front, like our diff ratio and everything is correct for the track. And we can work in that, that area that we want to be in and not be doing three gear changes throughout the section and yeah. up and down here, third through there, fourth through there, back to third, up to fourth. Like yeah. this gets messy, especially if you're in a chase position and you've got to adjust to a car in front of you. So the, yeah. the more you have to do in the car, the more likely it is there's going to be a problem. Yeah. Not, I'm not saying that like you're the problem, but like yeah. if you're having to do several gear shifts, there's a higher likelihood that there'll you be a misshift or something. Yeah. 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 The, definitely the keep it simple, stupid is, yeah. which, which is funny because this car is anything but simple. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is it's like insanely complex. Opposite. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's part of the challenge and that's sort of like a fun part of it for, for me with drifting. Like it's always about trying to do something unique, do something different, have, um, this is kind of an example of that. Yeah. Um, but even the GTR was an example of that yeah. at the time, right? Like yeah. you were very much on the cutting edge of developing parts for that where we saw guys in the US mm. trying to drift them and struggling, but you were back home absolutely shredding at the same time. So. Yeah. And, and when you get them right and you're, yeah. you have success in them and you, like I've won uh, two pro championships in that car and yeah. uh, that's up against, um, there's an RTR Mustang down there, there's yeah. Sylvia's like S15s that have, you know, the development that have gone into them over the last, Two, 20 years yeah, like yeah, forever yeah it's, um, it's almost like you can't compete with that and yeah. to have something that is successful against those cars is sort of a more of an accomplishment to me when you can build something that no one else has done have mm -hmm. it competitive and be up against the best guys and then um, win yeah. and win yeah is, is, a, is a huge accomplishment I find this was a bit massive challenge obviously doing something different coming up here um, would have loved to have had more test time in between or before last season um Obviously, COVID, everything yeah. played a massive factor in all of that. Um, traveling from New Zealand, um, the guys up here have done an incredible job building the car and, and getting it to the point that it was at. But for them, like they were basically held up by things out of their control. So right. it's a, yeah, it's just a unique chassis that every single part of it is custom. Mm -hmm. You're relying on so many people to come together to make it happen. Um, it's just a you run out of time. Yeah. So the development is very different than something like a BMW. We talked to a couple yeah. of BMW drivers where it's like, Hey, you know what parts you need? Yeah. I'll, I'll buy that. this. I'll buy this. I don't like this. Cool. I'll go to this yeah. brand and get that. Whereas this is, uh, I, I don't want to get too far into it because I want to do it for a standalone episode, but yeah. the amount of custom 3D printed parts that are in here, yeah. the things you guys had to do to make this one legal two fit, like even just looking here, you've got rads pointing in directions that yeah. I didn't think they should be. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it's uh, it's surprisingly wide. like it's a big car from the exterior like it's yeah. super wide it's um it's actually really confined really small in all the areas you want to put everything like the radiator yeah. the oil cooler the fuel system the engine was never obviously meant to be in this car right um this came out with the v8 twin turbo 
now V12, you added four cylinders in here. That's yeah. not an easy task. No, no. And, um, and two superchargers. So it's, yeah, it's a very, very challenging thing to, to make work, especially sitting, sticking with the rules and like not modifying firewalls and yeah. um, towers and things like that. So, yeah, massive credit to these guys to make that work because, yeah, everyone was like, that's not going to fit. And <laughs> when you measure things, you're like, yeah, I don't think it's going to fit. But, but we talked to Kevin on the, on the show a couple of weeks ago and like I asked him, like, what was that like? He's like, oh, we started like two years before hmm. they even showed up. Like I was getting notes and drawings and schematics because yeah. these, the way the roll cage was going to be is very different than what it is for GT. Like hmm. it's just a, a completely different setup, but obviously... Yeah. As far as I know, it's legal. I mean, Kevin's, yeah, yeah. If, at the end of the day, if Kevin says it's legal, it's legal. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that yeah. was um, good. These guys dealt with Kevin a lot throughout that process and, yeah. and just guys. went back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, he was, he was great. Like, he knows the rule book inside out. He yeah. obviously literally wrote it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and yeah, like, there's a lot of things that you really need to make sure is correct before you go ahead and engineer something. And yeah. then you're like, oh, you can't have that. And you're like, oh, shit. Like, that's the entire build is based around that yeah. and you, yeah, you're screwed so um, yeah they dealt with him a lot everything was done in CAD and drawn prior to being created so there was a good like visual document of what was going to be produced before it was done and yep. then yeah went through and, and built the car from there so yeah it's a, it was a long process but um, yeah Here it's, we are. it's getting better and better and um, yeah the season has for sure stepped up a lot with um, yeah. the just the adjustability that we have with um, like the guys spend a lot of time in the off season redesigning some stuff um, to give us more adjustment parameters and um, just in areas that we thought could be better last year and um, yeah, it's got the big motor in it now so the stroke 6.6 litre um, <laughs> surround 1,000 1,100 horsepower so yeah. it's, um, it's got the power now it's got the steering it's got the feel everything's feeling good it's got a ton of grip so yeah. um, that's one thing I've kind of been um Pleasantly with. surprised yeah. with, yeah. It's, yeah. Um, we haven't gone hunting for, for grip yet. We've sort of put in like a pretty mid-down-the-road setup and, mm. um, and it's definitely got good pace. So like we've, we have got a little bit more um, in situations like at Atlanta with, um, with Chris Apps in yep. top eight. Uh, we probably would have liked to grip it up slightly more yeah so he's, like, he runs a really grippy setup yeah so. his car is very very fast super fast yeah especially uh as we come out of the chicane as he can get the power down so well so quickly and yeah. that's where he got an edge on me was to get away from me <laughs> i found once we were in the section i could close up on him but by that point you're playing catch up and you yeah. make mistakes and you yeah you're trying to shorten the line to get regain that proximity so um you've got to have that drive and that grip everywhere and yep. that's where his car out of the gate and he's like obviously a super aggressive driver and <laughs> like he's just like let's go like we're yep. not we're not hanging around let's go yeah so yeah it was um things like that that we now as we can progress into those brackets we need to know for this like when we get to here like everyone's starting to ramp their cars up everyone's yeah. trying to push them harder and harder um as it goes on like you see from practice prior to qualifying to the final, the cars are totally different. Yeah, it's the lap a, times start dropping yeah, like crazy. It's on another yeah. level. So, yeah, yeah, we just need to work on that now, and that's just data collection. And, yeah, yeah as we go, learning, keep keep learning more and more about, obviously, the negative side to that is if you go and overgrip your car and you come up against someone slower, it's you've got to be, be chasing them. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're so, going to be locking those front brakes real hard. Yeah, yeah. and then side bite and everything, like especially on a bank track, you you just can't hold the car back. There's yeah. only so much the front tires are going to let you do, and it's just going to straighten up and you're going to throw it away. Yeah. So 
it's about that, yeah, fine line being just fast enough, not being too fast. You just want to be a little bit quicker than the other guy. So, yeah, yeah it's just uh, there's a lot of drivers to learn their style. There's, yeah, 35 plus drivers. So, yeah, it's a lot of people to keep your eyes on and sort of get a feel of who's fast, who's who picks up their speed as you go. Yeah. Um, yeah, a lot of different lines, driving styles, techniques and, and everything. So, yeah, it takes a while to learn everyone's everyone's style and then obviously trust them in a in a battle like you got you want to push 100% but you've also got to be smart about it and try to like you don't want to put yourself in a position where you're going to make contact break something and take yourself out so, yeah um, which, which I mean was Orlando last year with yeah. you and Alec Robbins which yeah. now I believe you're up against I know now, it's so very it's like, very very funny the, yeah. the battle tree how that's played we, we out we talked to him earlier so like yeah. I, got, I got both sides of this so yeah, it'll be yeah, good but yeah. hopefully we can have a clean run this year like last year was unfortunate with the weather again like yeah. that was um just yeah, just wild, come off the bank and wild night. Yeah, and and he just um, obviously yeah switched to aggressively and spun, and then we made contact. So yeah. it was um, yeah unfortunate, and then we couldn't fix the car in time for top sixteen, which we would have gone against Dylan Hughes. Which if things play out the same way, we'll be against him in the top sixteen oh, again. Wow, so I didn't even see that part. It's very funny how oh, all of, yeah the battle tree's almost identical for for us that side for from last year. So nice. Yeah, but um, yeah, hopefully everything goes smooth and we can yeah have some good battles and yeah yeah keep Looking the weather good. Yeah, keep, yeah, I think we're good. Away. I think we're good. Yeah, so cool. Well, I uh, appreciate you taking a few minutes. I'm super excited to see the progression of this car. It's it's just been exponential since yeah. day one, and obviously Atlanta, you you really started looking like you had this dialed in. Everything was working properly, and uh, even practice the progression from first lap to mm. qualifying was quite good. So yeah, should be good. Yeah. Yeah, no, can't wait. Um, yeah, round one was unfortunate. We had the engine problem, but yeah. um, felt good from that point. Um, and then we were able to show that at round two. So hopefully we can keep that going and yeah, have a good couple of rounds ahead. Nice. Well, I appreciate it. Sweet. Thank you, sir. Thank you. We'll talk to you soon. Yeah. All right, everybody. Thank you for watching The Outer Zone here, the official podcast of Formula Drift. Once again, my name is Jacob Gettens. Thank you to all the drivers that took a couple minutes out of their crazy day just before battles to uh, give us some updates. If you like this type of content, let us know. If you like longer form interviews, let us know. Maybe let us know what driver from today you want to have a full-length episode on. But uh, yeah, thank you again, guys. Thank you for sharing, liking, all that fun stuff. We'll catch you on the next one. 